I'm Jasmine. I'm Melissa. I'm Rhiannon. And this is Books, Books Between, Between Sisters. person together so that we have better audio hopefully Rian and shaking your head <laughs> translate yes. <laughs> yes i hope we're gonna do narrate well. what Rhi's doing tonight <laughs> just probably be more entertaining than me saying so <laughs> whatever <laughs> well we are back and we are coming back with it starts with us yeah we're gonna try to do this in uh one episode guys <laughs> yeah our last two episodes have been over an hour and a half <laughs> so yeah uh yeah. we'll try to keep it under wraps but it's gonna be hard yeah Alyssa, keep it under wraps <laughs> <laughs> well we enter well re Alyssa, names <laughs> Alyssa, do you have a good synopsis or do you want me to do a synopsis um, well, basically, this book is just a continuation of It Ends With Us. It picks up right where It Ends With Us um, left off um, with Atlas and Lily. And it really just goes through their um, journey, their relationship, and, you know, Ryle and that whole complicated situation with Lily and her daughter and um, them trying to co-parent while Lily and Atlas are trying to make a relationship work and um yeah that's basically that's there's it. a lot of other stuff that goes on but that's the gist of it yeah if you haven't read it ends with us you should definitely read it's ends with us first <laughs> <laughs> and then read it starts with us because just like Alyssa said it's a continuation and you really need that context before you jump into this book but Oh my goodness, I love this book. Me too. There's a lot of mixed reviews on it. And really? Yeah, I I've seen a lot of negative stuff on it, and people are like, where's the drama? I'm like, there's so much drama in the first book. Oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah. There's still is... drama in this book. Yeah, and, the, and Colleen Hoover does say that. She said she wanted this book to be a lot lighter and just really a book about Atlas and Lily and having just like a more happy ending like a feel-good book yeah feel-good book if and... anything i was kind of annoyed with how long it took for them to be able to admit to ryle that they had a relationship yeah. i was like this whole book they are stepping around that and i mean for good reason though yeah i mean ryle does have this crazy idea in his head that uh, atlas was the reason that they're not together which I mean, how delusional do you have to be for <laughs> to think that? But um, I mean, I can understand why she was nervous, though. Yeah. Well, he was a poopy head for sure in this <laughs> book. Like, at least in It Ends With Us, he had redeeming qualities that yeah. you're like, oh, I'm conflicted. Do I like him or, you know, should I really 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 dislike him obviously because he wasn't doing good things yeah but in this one i'm like 
no get out of here <laughs> like yeah. you're just annoying now yeah um, I, I agree like the first book I was just like I just hope that he gets the help that he needs and hopefully that will allow him to become you know a better person and yeah this book I was just super annoyed with him and was like you need to get yourself together Ryle for for real for your daughter if anything yeah so yeah I'm I was like I I feel like Colleen Hoover just went above and beyond with this book because she answered every question that I was left with um, in the first book and more. Like, there's, I love the fact that she introduced um, Atlas having a brother because I was just like, I just, he had nobody. And I just, I love that aspect of this book. And I felt like it was just something that I didn't know <laughs> that the book needed. Right. So that that was just great. And then I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but the so it ends with us. The whole reason, like inspiration behind that book is because when Lily held her daughter for the first time, she's like, this cycle needs to end mm-hmm. right here, right? Yeah. She kind of did this a similar thing in this book, but I not know. between... It wasn't between Atlas and Lily like you would think that this book, because the title, you're like, oh, this is talking about the relationship. It wasn't. It was between Atlas and his brother, Josh. And when he was talking about the family tree and he was just like, no, it's me and you. This is where our family starts. I literally was in so, so many tears. Well, it's funny because I'm going to throw it back to, I think it was when we talked about something in the water, a double entendre. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It feels like that because it ends with us. You're thinking, oh, you know, Ryle and Lily, it ends with them. Like they're, they're it for each other. And then you find out, no, that's not the case. And then, like you said, it's between Lily and her daughter. And then it starts with that same thing. You think it's Atlas and Lily. It's mm-hmm. starting, their relationship is starting with them. And it flips and it's Atlas and his brother. So, yeah, I, I really liked that point, too. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I also love that we really got a good um, perspective of, you know, we got to hear Ryle's point of view on um the letters that lily wrote um in her journal and um as embarrassing as it was for her i was like yes i need to hear his response to these and she just gave us that and his responses are like heart melting that is yeah pretty gutsy if i might say Mm because i i was like wow i don't think i could give my journals to somebody maybe now like with Devin because we've been married for a long time but somebody you're just starting out a relationship with (laughs) like I mean you got to think too they had that past history it's all things that they they had done together anyways so it was kind of just like oh here's my teenage perspective of the things that we did I know I feel like it's a little it is yeah but I feel like it's a little bit different than like I don't know just having a a brand new relationship with someone you just you know had met and then giving it to them or something like that it's just it is very vulnerable but i think they were in that place already because they'd waited for so long right anyways to be vulnerable with each other yeah yeah i i will say the one thing we didn't get in this book which i was completely fine with but you know deja she wasn't able to be here with us today but um she didn't get her flaw (laughs) 
Like, oh, yeah, no. Atlas is just a good guy. He I just... mean, there was that part where he had those two laundry baskets in front of him. <laughs> he had laundry. He's... Oh, okay. Well, it's I like mean, the only thing. Is that a flaw it or is that just human? human? Yeah. yeah. I feel like she had to still make him human. And make him but... human, yeah. But yeah, just... which isn't a flaw. It's just like a well, at least he's not a robot. Yeah, yeah that's good to know. <laughs> at least he's not like this, you know perfection in every single way like right. he's still human like yeah. it makes him more relatable if anything it makes him more perfect i think yeah. <laughs> you know yeah you're right <laughs> so i was just like oh you're not like he doesn't think he's above people or anything he's just he's just that good of a guy right uh can we talk about Alyssa again in this book i mean she is still one of my favorite characters after yeah. this book even yep just how supportive she was of Lily with Atlas. And I la- I literally laughed out loud when she called Atlas the, was it the Greek? She, he's a Greek god? Greek or- god. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Yes, I love it. I love that she just has such a, like, I think it's such an amazing quality because she, you could tell she really loves her brother. She does. And, you know, part of her, I'm sure, does wish that things would have worked out between him and Lily but she just she knows she's like this is not healthy and she she doesn't she would never want that for Lily and um I know she wants at uh Ryle sorry she she wants Ryle to get better and I'm sure she's still hoping that that's gonna be the case but she just does such a good job of like keeping um emotion out of it and just having her you know having her friends back she's like you need to take care of yourself and you know don't allow i mean when they had that sit down with all of them and um it kind of went along with like going into ryle's delusion and like all these situations that he was putting lily in where she was feeling terrified and then he tried to gaslight her and make her seem like you know this why are you scared like i don't understand i didn't do anything wrong and you're like the whole time you're just like Ryle like are you serious like you you should know why she's scared in this situation like you've been through this and you know he's just like I've just been I've been good for a year and I'm like that doesn't that doesn't mean anything like you have to continue to prove yourself you did something that is going to like she it obviously st- is still stuck with Lily and that's something that's probably going to take her a, years to work through but um, just the fact that Alyssa and Marshall, because, you know, Marshall's his best friend, too, that they could lay that boundary, even with their own daughter being around Ryle and saying, hey, no, we need to have supervised, supervised visits for a while because you're you are an influence on these kids lives. And so we need to protect the, these children. Um, that's what's most important. But still being able to like they gave him so much grace like he still was allowed to be around his niece and his daughter and everything but you know a lot of you know women may have like rightfully too cut it off at a certain point because he was you know potentially putting his kids in a dangerous situation um the way that he was treating her um her mom so um i think i was I was extremely scared when he found out 
uh, about her middle name after watching. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Oh, that whole part terrified me. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I was a little disappointed with the light that Ryle was painted in just because I was hope you know, he is abusive. That's not good. Yeah. Um, but he's still a human. So, like, that's what the issue was i think in it ends with us and why there is a team rel and team atlas because he did have those like redeemable qualities about Mm -hmm. him it wasn't enough for her to stay with him obviously it's good that she got out of that relationship but like still be a good person when you can and i felt like in this book ryle was just really naive to his issues and admitting them which I feel like he admitted them in the first book, but then just in this one, it's like, no, I'm not the problem, which is why we posted that Taylor Swift video. (laughs) It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Did not hear that from Ryle in this book. So, yeah, he, he definitely, that would be, I think if there was one flaw that I would point out in this book it would kind of be that because there it almost lives like he had a 360 like it's a, an extreme yeah yeah especially because he was trying to win Lily back so you would think that he would still kind of be in that mode where he was just like oh I'm sorry but no it was just like almost like he was a completely different person yeah so I almost wish that you kind of saw a little bit more of that Ryle from the first book um so yeah, I would I would say that's probably maybe the one flaw that that I could come up with. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that with the entire thing with Ryle, the fact that he kept on pinning it on other people was just really frustrating because you're right, he didn't really do that really in the, I mean, he did to a sense he like would like blame it on Lily, but he would he obviously knew it was himself. And especially towards the end of the book, he he knew it was him. He was the problem. Yeah, this one was just, it was kind of frustrating that he kept on. He, it almost like he had, uh, what do you call it? Like self-awareness to his issue in the first book, but he did it in the second, like you guys had said. Yeah. So it's like, that's, that's really weird. But, but yeah, I agree. It's, Everything besides that was <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Am I the only one who thought, so when uh, they were talking about the person who's vandalizing the two restaurants, the first thing that came into my mind was Ryle. Ryle. Yeah. I thought that after, because, you know, it ends with us, she told Ryle, oh, I need to go back and do something. For some reason, I thought maybe he got into his car, he drove past them or something and saw them interacting and he got upset because I don't think it's past him to do something super juvenile like that so i was just like oh it's him well i mean even if he didn't see them like he still thinks that he the atlas was the reason for all of the issues that they had you know yeah uh, so you know even then i was like oh yeah ryle's probably messing with atlas now that he's lost his wife i kind of thought because he had mentioned that uh, the spelling of the word was very similar to what his mom, how his mom would say it. Yeah. So for a long time until they actually brought it out, I thought it was his mom for some reason. Because <laughs> oh, I'm no. like, I mean, if it if that's exactly like how his mom would say it, like, who else would it be? Unless it was like Tim or something, you know, which maybe he had a grudge against him or something. I just, it never processed in my mind, oh, he had a younger brother, you know? Yeah. 
until it finally came out and then you're like oh wow that's really cool that's really sad that it, this is happening in this scenario but that's really cool that he actually has family yeah yeah for sure um i really liked theo also <laughs> like his little sayings or like <laughs> things he would make fun He's of atlas with. the things oh that we goodness. like our heart melted when atlas <laughs> said he was just like that's so cheesy that's corny <laughs> who are you i can't remember what he said about the just keep swimming <laughs> But it was so funny yeah he he just kept he's just like you can't be trusted around her you're gonna say something corny i just know <laughs> i don't understand how you you got her how you've come this far <laughs> i, I love it. it and then i love it even more that um theo and and josh are around the same age and that they become really good friends as well um yeah i just there's she did such a good job i also love all the moments where atlas and lily video chatted i it just made me for some reason it made me super nostalgic like because um aj and i used to video chat a lot too um when we first started dating and it just reminded me like of that like just a teenage little like innocent thing um and it it made me think of like they're kind of just starting where they had left off when they were teenagers and it's so cute yeah um, i agree Going back to the Alyssa situation, though, I wanted to point out I really love how Colleen Hoover, like in this, you know, fictional situation, she brings out so much like real life talk. She had brought out that um, Lily loves Alyssa so much because she's not a ride or die kind of person. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of, you know, people, it's like, a, oh, ride or die is like, you know, that's what I want. That's what I want in a friendship and a relationship, blah, 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 blah. But she points that out really well about like, you don't want a ride or die person. You want somebody who's going to be honest with you. Right. Like you want somebody who, if you're doing something stupid, like I'm not about to, you know, go along with you with that. Yeah. Like I'm going to do the right thing, you know? And I thought that was a really amazing thing that she had read out in the book yeah no for sure like everybody needs a friend like her who's gonna he's not gonna go along with it but he's gonna say their piece and, and it's gonna come from genuine love for you and like mm -hmm. you need to get yourself and it, it would have been either way like obviously um Alyssa probably has more bias towards her brother because they were raised together and all that um but you know just again going back to she knows where she needs to play, place the blame and she she's just that type of person and like i said like that's a friendship that is more worth it than somebody who's gonna like ride or die for you and you guys just both end up in a bad place yeah so. yeah and you really feel that too in the conversation that they have with ryle because you can tell the hurt that ryle has towards his sister it, it brings it out a lot but it's like no like she Alyssa's a really good person, so she's going to do, you know, what she needs to do, even if it is, you know, against her brother, but this is what needs to happen for him to change as a person. Yeah. I do want to talk about, so, um, Atlas's letter to Lily, I believe this was the first one, um, when he was talking about his uh, mom, and um, she was wearing a Weezer shirt. I think. Mm -hmm. 
after reading that letter, I was crying and I'm like, I just want to give him a hug and take him to a Weezer concert <laughs> and just have fun so that he has good memories of Weezer because he was just like, I love, I like that band, but she's making it hard for me to like them. And I was like, no, yeah, like, <laughs> somebody take this man to a Weezer concert and <laughs> give him new memories of the band. Yeah. I liked how real that Colleen Hoover made his mom too, just because... You know, in most books, you want a happy ending. And so, you know, years later, the mom ends up coming around and realizing their mistakes and, um, you know, trying to make amends. But she's just not that person. She's, you know, she is who she is and it's not a very good person. And yeah, um, that's just the way that it, that it is. And so I kind of appreciated that. You know, that's what I have appreciated about these books, actually, is how realistic it is it's not just trying to make a fairy tale it's real life so yeah i think she also did a similar thing with um lily and ryle's divorce and the acknowledging that it's still a struggle for lily and you know especially when she sees the good side of ryle like that's the man that she fell in love with and so that's still something that she struggles with seeing past and remembering the abuse that she went through and not holding on to this these good things that like make me feel good and make me want to even consider getting back with him um because that's not the reality that's just what i'm making up in my head now um and she's and i i also like the fact that she talked about how she doesn't see that side of him as much now because she's not with him every day and so now she sees more of the negative which um allows her to really you know um confirm i guess i I don't know a better word um her decision and also her making that list the to remember why she really walked away in the first place right yeah the 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 good had outweighed the bad at the time in their relationship, but now that there's no more good memories between them, she's only seeing the bad. So she can, that really, yeah, reconfirms the fact that she's like, no, I made the right decision because this was way more serious, you know, now that there's no more good ones to blanket over. Yeah, I also appreciated that Colleen Hoover gave us um, Marshall's point of view. That's also something that I never would have expected. That was a you know, pleasant surprise because this whole time, like Ryle's kind of like a background character and um, you don't really think much of what Marshall. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> oh, Marshall's a background character and you're not really thinking too much about what he thinks of it. Um, but when it came to the point where he found Lily and she's just sitting on the floor and He's like, I'm not good at this, but then, like, does this whole, like, heartfelt thing of, you know, I'm basically, I'm on your side. Like, yeah, he's my best friend, but you have a valid reason of what you're feeling. Um, and nobody's expecting you to to go back with him. So I, I love that so much. Um, I also hate that Ryle ruined Lily's date because she was having such a good night with Atlas, and then she interacts with him and then same thing with with atlas and his mom they just had they just kept having these like amazing dates and conversations and stuff and there's always somebody there to like interrupt them or to put them in a bad mood right after it and i was i hated that for them but 
Again, I mean, it goes back to the reality of, you know, making it seem really real. Right. Something's got to not be perfect about their relationship because it was it was pretty fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't even them. It was other outside influences. Exactly. But like if that's all the book was, you know, it'd, it'd be like a, yes, they lived happily ever after <laughs> kind of thing, you know. <laughs> One page book. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Uh... The other kind of uh, component was, um, you know, finally with them being able to admit to Ryle that they had a relationship. And uh, I was happy that Ryle didn't like lash out or anything really, that it was, it seemed like it was ending with a pretty good co parenting situation where he was trusting Atlas with, uh, with Emerson. So, um, that was a nice, like, wrap-up so that we knew that that was going to be okay, it sounded like. Yeah. I also loved um, Josh because when Atlas was asking Theo about him and how he was doing in school, he was just like, is he, you know, a good kid? And he was just like, I don't know how to answer that, but let's just say he's a, a bully Two to bullies. bullies, yeah. And I was like, "Then he's a good kid." Like, <laughs> yeah. That means. So, I was like, uh, a lo- also seeing like the, how similar him and and Atlas was was just, I think, was so great because it just shows like, um, they were both they both were raised pretty similarly, but they both came out of it like acknowledging that just because they were raised this way and the by the people that obviously are, are just not good people doesn't mean that they need to be that way too and um i could i really appreciate that she wrote them that way because it is true like we all make our own decisions we can either lean into the way that we're treated or we can rise above it and these characters were a perfect example of that yeah definitely Although, going back to the whole, like, Atlas being too perfect, like, the way he handled when Ryle came up to the restaurant, like, I don't know. That was, like, wow. Who has that kind of (laughs) self-control? Only this man. This perfect man. Yeah. (laughs) Um. I also like that Lily had talked about how um, Atlas... It didn't matter how much that he, because he was saying something to the degree of like he wished that he would have been able to protect her more. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was saying, well, I needed to learn that lesson myself. It didn't matter what you would have told me about Ryle at that time. Like I, I wouldn't have probably, it wouldn't have sunk in basically. So I, I feel like that happens a lot when we see a friend or family member in like a toxic situation our first instinct is that we want to protect them but sometimes they have to get the point themselves and see um, the situation differently and it could be anything that triggers that sometimes it doesn't matter what we say they just they're not at the point where they want to see it in that that light and for Lily it was again holding her daughter that was what she needed in order to be able to it for it to register even though the whole time um she 
she knew that you know it there was red flags but she just kept trying to justify them and then the right thing came along for her to see it in in a new perspective and really want better for her daughter Mm -hmm. yeah for sure well in the end we all get what we wanted atlas and lily get married and this just i feel like this it will end this conversation well like the synopsis part or our thoughts on the book conversation with some of theo's quotes (laughs) (laughs) um the one where he says uh it's sand we've reached the land (laughs) or he says look at the ships let's lock lips (laughs) (laughs) and then uh so that's just a theme throughout the book um but at the very end when atlas is really looking over his vows he adds his ps it is my wish for you to be my fish (laughs) why so only this book could have like had me crying over the vows that Atlas oh my goodness had yes. written and then literally laugh out loud at right? the last sentence. Yeah. I'm like tears running down on my cheeks and I'm just <laughs> laughing. I look delirious. <laughs> it ended so perfectly though. I think like there is no other way that she could have written this that would have been even better than how she ended this. It was so great. I agree. Yeah, I finished it and I was like, wow, that was perfect. Like, that that was an amazing ending. Those vows were just incredible. I was like, and they were real too. Mm -hmm. Because like, it wasn't all like everything positive. He was like, no, let's be realistic. And it, it was so cute. Like, it was some of the cutest vows that, you know, I've ever heard. Like, it was, it was just a really good ending to it. There is one last thing I want to I want to talk about because um, this is another thing that like I had questions about it in the first book um, is when so when Lily's mom and dad got into a fight and um, Atlas pulled Lily away Mm -hmm. right and he and then her mom came into her room after but she didn't even really acknowledge Atlas like that was one part of the book that you're kind of just like that's weird that she didn't say anything about it or whatever but they she addresses that in this book and admits that she actually recognized atlas and that she had come home one day um early and saw atlas and lily on sleep on the couch and atlas woke up and um he had ran outside and she like ran after him and then they had this interaction um and I don't remember exactly what it it said that they had talked about, but um, it just made so much more sense because it was like at that point when they kind of came to this understanding and he's just like, I, you know, I care about your daughter and they didn't say anything. Uh, Basically, he had found her. He had found Lily and Atlas um, on the couch or something sleeping and he had woke up before her and he like snuck out and she went um the mom had went up Mm -hmm. and ran after him and was about to like tell him off like don't ever you know come back and blah 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 blah. but before she was even able to say anything he went up and he gave her a hug like a genuine (gasps) hug and then he just left okay and then she was like in that moment i i didn't know what to say but you know she really felt like it was a genuine hug and she was she was kind of skeptical at first like i thought maybe it was like a tactic to like manipulate me into you know feeling a certain way and that's when lily was lily was like no it 
it wasn't a, a tactic. It, he was genuinely giving you a hug because of the things that you have been through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was and, a beautiful moment. Yeah, and she was saying, you know, like I, to Lily, I hope, well, I'm so glad that you have somebody in your life that will hug you like that and that your daughter has somebody in her life that will hug her like that. So he just gives amazing hugs. This man is too perfect. <laughs> you only read about these men in books. Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, there's one more thing that just came to my mind because they also addressed what happened after um, Lily's dad beat Atlas up and yes. mm-hmm. how she was just like, why didn't you come back for me? Like, I don't understand. And <laughs> you about to cry right? it's it's like it reminded me of sorry not to get off track but the fact that he like went out looking for her even though he had like a broken ankle or whatever it it was it reminded me of this anime where basically um it's like a super dramatic anime but he like wakes up in the hospital and his like immediate thought is oh my goodness uh where's the girl i love basically and like the ending scene is him just getting up and he's like super frail and he's just trying to walk out of the hospital to find her like it's the cutest thing to me like that's their immediate thought like it doesn't matter you know how they feel doesn't matter their condition he just wants to know how lily was in that exact moment because he was like what if the dad what if her dad did the same thing to her that he did to me like he didn't care about himself he cared about where she was and how she was doing yeah. And I just, sorry, it was <laughs> one of the cutest yeah, things ever. I mean, but what a heartbreaking thing, like, because he was made out to be the villain in that situation, he didn't really have any way of protecting Lily or, um, you know, he, he did end up pressing charges, but they're just like, it's not going to go anywhere because, you know, you were in his house and the way that it, they made it look and turned it and twisted it around, I was just like, Atlas, like, you just need a win. Like, please give this man a win. Um, it makes it that much harder, too, when you just know now, like, what type of person Atlas is. Like, can't even find a bad bone in his body. Yeah. And then just to have lived through everything he lived through just makes you sad. There's, Consider it I mean, Atlas. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, like, you know, there's real people out in the world that are going through really bad stuff, too, that you know, your heart just breaks because they're really good people. Mm-hmm. But it does make you appreciate people who can take that pain and turn it into empathy mm-hmm. instead of taking that pain and, and basically continuing the abuse or, you know, just ma- letting it affect everybody else in their life negatively as well. So she just wrote a beautiful story. Yeah, 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 definitely accomplished her goal of making it a lighter read. I feel like it was a feel-good book, you know, with some, there had to be drama somewhere, but yeah. just mostly feel-good and tears and laughter and all the all the above. I think I have to double down, though, on my, um, my pick for Leighton Meester being Alyssa just because of the Adam Brody um, poster. <laughs> That's literally who she's married to. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, when I read that, I was like, oh, she has to play that character now. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Uh, do you stick with all of your picks? I can't remember everybody we said now. but I can't either. I think we had some really solid ones in there. Yeah, Sadie Sink, I know we had for mm-hmm. Lily. And I still, I can still see that really well. I saw some pictures of Sadie Sink 
looking a little more grown up you know yeah. it's not like stranger things where she looks you know they're trying to make her look more childlike um these were like you know she had makeup done and mm-hmm. hair done and i was like yeah i can totally see her playing a character like this yeah yeah i think i still stand by all the ones that i've said as well yeah let's make a movie guys it did remind me a lot of like <laughs> there was one point where i was just like this is phantom of the opera like this this is what this is because it's like you have raul and you have the phantom and the phantom you're just like oh but you know he has these like he loves her so much and you know he wants to be with her but and like that's christine's um whole um struggle in the movie too is because she's just like oh he taught me like how to like sing and like all these things i have so much to give like be grateful for and then but then you're just like ultimately yeah she needs to end up with raul even though like because the phantom's not a good guy right Right. like so (laughs) i don't know why but that's what was going through my head this whole time i was just like uh uh ryle you're just you're the phantom like (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny i would have never made that connection but i can totally see it yeah (laughs) and i still love the phantom so yeah me too (laughs) exactly it's like you just have that little like he tugs at your heartstrings but you're just like he also kills people (laughs) okay (laughs) it's just a little thing (laughs) so yeah ryle you're you're just you're not a good guy but you could be one yeah, day so you tried really hard <laughs> you should aspire to be atlas when you grow up yeah <laughs> when i grow up i want to be atlas <laughs> yeah um well how many stars out of five i mean i'm gonna give it five i think she like i said i feel like she went above and beyond she answered all the questions she covered everything she gave us stuff that like i wasn't even expecting but and didn't know that i needed so yeah it's five for me yeah i'd give it a five I would as well. Yeah, I would say both these books um, are two of my probably favorite books now. Like, surprisingly, I don't normally gravitate to this genre of books. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I could read them again and again. So I I mean, would you be surprised, though, to like know that a lot of people don't even put these um, books as their number one from her? Well, that's what I was wondering, like what other books? should we read by Colleen Hoover do you have a couple more I think I do have some more in there um I'm pretty sure I put November 9 in there which is also another one of my favorites and then um, reminders of him I'm pretty sure I have that one in there as well and those are my other like top top three like I'm gonna put it ends with us and it starts with us as like one because it's literally like it's just, an extension, yeah, it's an extension. Of the story. yeah and then I think my next one would probably be reminders of him and then November 9th so okay we'll see what you guys what you guys think when we get to that point I just bought a couple of Colleen Hoover books from Costco so I'll, I'll try to read through those and then put them in the jar you know that you're not gonna read through <laughs> I can read quickly. It's just a matter of me actually reading. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, I'm surprised we got through that fairly quickly. Like, yeah, we did a good job and I'm excited for our next book too. Yeah. Um, Our next book is going to be The Uglies. Uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're throwing it back. This is a uh, definite 
book that didn't recently come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one that we've all read. And, a long time ago. Yeah, it's been a long time. So <laughs> we definitely need a refresher. I could not. Yeah, I could not tell you anything beyond like a couple sentences of the premise. But um, by Scott Westerfield. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you'd like to read along with us, grab yourself a copy. That is what we will be talking about next week. And then we also will put on Instagram the next few books after that that we have in line to come up next. I think uh, after The Uglies, we have The Inheritance Games. Yeah. I uh, can't remember the name of or who, who the author is. Oh, I don't remember. But <laughs> The Inheritance Games, The Program by Suzanne Young, and... Ooh. What was my pick? Oh, The Guest List by uh, Lucy Foley. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of young adult books coming up. Like, I, I, that's what I'm excited about too, because we kind of have, we went into like the thriller, psycho thriller books, and then now a little bit into the romance. Now we get to kind of go into young adults. So just more of a variety. And then we're ending it back on yep. thrillers. <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting for that. <laughs> yep. I think um, behind closed doors, like I was like, I need to we need take a, a second. <laughs> yeah, still a great book though. It is, yes. <laughs> but I just feel like you just can't jump into another thriller after that. Like it just messes with your head. You just need to kind of let it breathe. Yeah, adjust <laughs> for a second. Um. Well, what have you guys been up to? A lot of nothing I've been doing. <laughs> um, DIY projects. I just did both my bookshelves. Um, oh. Yeah, they're like a dark green now, and then they have like a like black and gold inside. Um, that sounds like a terrible description, but I promise they it's look good. <laughs> We're looking at yeah, them right now. It's they very look good. pretty. Yeah, it took me forever. It took like a good like five hours to do both of them oh wow <laughs> but they're like like the stick and pill um so they should come off pretty easy like i wanted to do that because aj i was like can i paint them he's like no <laughs> and so i was just like what if i put Wait. the stick and pill on there so what about the green yeah it's all it's all stick and pill how does that work <laughs> or that pill, pill and stick i keep saying i don't know which where which... do you get that from uh, i got them off amazon how do they so you just cut them to fit perfectly mm-hmm. on each shelf and yeah they board. just came in some like little rolls and they have like the kind of like measure lines on the back so you can measure it out and then cut where you need to and yeah just that's crazy it truly looks like paint yeah that's like, awesome it took a while like there's some parts i'm not super happy with but um for the most part like you you're not going to even really be able to tell once i have the books and everything on there again you won't really see the little flaws i can't i mean we're not right next to them but they look good thank you what about you re um work i've been basically just working yeah (laughs) (laughs) just just work (laughs) i can't even think about the things i do outside of work (laughs) literally just the work feels like all the time outside of work you were trying to read this recover. book <laughs> yeah work and recover and podcast yeah <laughs> how about you jess um i feel the same way i'm like i can't think of outside of work what i have done 
uh, my Stranger Things podcast that I was on. Oh, uh, was it aired? Episode, that, that episode aired, yeah. Ooh. So that was pretty fun. Um, and then, man, what have I been doing? Uh, introduced Ashlyn to Yahtzee. She now loves Yahtzee. <laughs> we also introduced her to Munchkin. And oh, yeah. she had fun. She can't read yet, but, you know, helping her with the cards and stuff. So I've been doing more stuff like that. It's fun seeing her getting older and being able to interact with her on things like that. Um, Overcooked. So playing that on uh, the Nintendo Switch has been kind of fun. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. A lot of, like, indoor stuff now because the weather's kind of getting nasty and cold. <laughs> it is, but I love it. Um, mostly. I don't like the cold. Yeah. Um, and I don't like when it's not raining. Yeah. Or when it's just drizzle raining. <laughs> but when it's, like, really hard raining, I like that. Uh, I think that was on Monday, I want to say. It was just dumping rain. Yeah. And I was, like, having to bring Ashlyn out to the bus stop and... It was just so fun being in our raincoats, standing in the rain as mm. it was dumping. So, yeah. I hate being out in the rain. Oh, I like it. When it's raining hard enough, not when it's like annoying, like, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Oh, like, yeah, just like little, little flurries. Mist or, or, yeah, yeah, mist. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that is super annoying because you're just like, I'm wet, but for no reason. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. It's not raining. It's just weird little... Like you're bare, like it's like somebody's like spraying you in the face. Yeah, <laughs> like get away from me. Exactly. Yeah, I like the sound of rain though. It's yes. very comforting. That's what I like about it too. Um, I just really I had to work that day, but I really wished I could sit on our, you know, back porch with the fire. We have a little fire pit outside and read a book, mm -hmm. curl up, listen to the rain. Yeah, that is the best part. I almost want wish that we had like a tin roof so I could just oh, hear it. Oh yeah, mm. like I can't really hear it here because obviously there's people above me in our apartment. But um, yeah, you don't that, hear I it do like miss. on your window or anything. Not really. Um, I mean, because our apartment is kind of like down a mm. little bit, so I think that's part of it too. Um, but yeah, I mean, you think I would because Washington is known for the sideways rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is also why uh washingtonians whatever they call us um don't own umbrellas because why like right if you have an umbrella it's not going to do anything because the rain's sideways and it's still going to get under the umbrella so yeah. <laughs> i saw a tiktok where this girl was like uh tips for washington or something mm -hmm. and she had a raincoat on and then she showed her boots and then she had an umbrella in her hand and then a guy was uh, uh what's it called duetting mm -hmm. uh, that video and he's like wrong <laughs> a true washingtonian does not own, have no. an umbrella we might own them we don't use them right. <laughs> we do not use them <laughs> yep. there's no point and that's the thing like it is so true that like you could own an umbrella but you're gonna lose it like if you did use it you're not because it's like it'll rain for five minutes right and then the sun will come out and you need your sunglasses right <laughs> so you're just like we can't hold on to umbrellas and we can't hold on to sunglasses yeah. <laughs> oh life okay well <laughs> it was fun being in person again with you guys uh i've missed this and um it's awesome i love you guys um, so we will be back 
again. We'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> uh, with You're not the good at impressions. <laughs> oh, definitely not. No. <laughs> um, but yes, we'll be back next week. So until then, take care. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Books Between Sisters. If you are a book lover and enjoyed our discussion, we'd love to hear more from you. Please feel free to follow us on Twitter or Instagram or both at BBS underscore pod. You can also send us book suggestions or questions at booksbetweensisterspod at gmail.com. Or if you'd like, you can find us on ko-fi.com forward slash BBS podcast if you want us to buy us any coffee, books, or just donations of any kind.